0: Hello and welcome to episode 53 of the Empire Rolls podcast. Uh, my name is Paul Mann and I will be hosting the show today. I decided on my name, maybe founder, CEO, chairman. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to call myself. But what we do have is a uh, interesting match yesterday with Reading Football Club involved. Serving up some uh, festive gifts for Millwall Football Club that... Only only we can manage uh, just a wonderful collection of catastrophic moments. And to help me talk about it. I've been joined by Alex Everson. Hi, Alex.
1: Afternoon, Paul.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas. Kind oh, of. thank you. Thank you, Alex. Yes. You've got a drink get on the go there. Are you on water? Yeah. For the podcast listeners. It's exactly. Yeah. 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 It's very uh, professional that. And uh, I've also been joined by uh, Nathan Salah. How are you, Nathan?
2: I'm not too bad. How are you doing, guys? Good, good, good. So, I haven't um, got
0: water by the way. No, you haven't got water, you've got beer there or something. I'm not quite sure. Um, the match yesterday now, going into it, first of all, I was a little bit surprised that Varson didn't start. I didn't quite understand how we'd have loader in the team against Millwall, that seemed a little bit perplexing to me. What did you think of that decision, Alex? Yeah, given
1: Loda's performances recently, the games kind of have just passed him by. So I was surprised that Gomez started him. I figured he might go with a little bit more experience, a little bit more finishing ability, maybe, in the team.
0: Yeah, no, no, it it seems we needed that aerial threat as well, I feel. I know we had Mete back, but I don't know, it doesn't seem quite uh, the right setup. But that was not the reason that we lost the game. Um, The reason we lost the game was a catalogue of errors. Nath, you were at the game yesterday. What did you Mm -hmm. make of the first 15 minutes of that match? Uh,
2: Well, it was really not uh, a great start to my boxing day, to be honest with you. It was a a pretty catastrophic first 10 minutes. Um, I mean, the goal itself, silly foul, that came from us giving the ball away cheaply, like we did the whole of the first half, um, and gave away a silly foul. And the goalkeeper positioning, I wasn't a fan of at all. I was sat right behind Nikola, quite up high. Um, And for a six-foot-six guy, I think he should be getting that one. He wasn't directly in the top corner either. Um, So I believe he took a step to his right. I think uh, Jed Wallace, the goal scorer, said that um, in an interview. And it made his mind up for him, he said. So that gave it a bit of an easier target for the strike. Um, And then straight after that, you've got Blackett diving in um, to a reckless tackle which on reflection, I've seen yellows given
1: for it. It looked, um, it looked a harsh red card, I think.
2: I've seen, yeah. I've seen yellows given for it, but in this day and age, uh, in the championship, I, I see them given, as a red more than a yellow, um, in recent history anyway. But uh, yeah, it was a, a catalogue of errors in the first 15 minutes, all given away, um, trying to play out, Yap Stam style, um, from the goalkeeper, taking about five minutes to take a kick. And it was a, uh, wasn't the best start to Mr Gomez's uh, managerial career in terms of the style of play? That's all I'll say. Uh, no, it wasn't. I mean, going back to the goal
0: that they scored, like you said, Wallace commented that Yakola made his mind up for him because he took a uh, step to the right and he was going to cross the ball, but then he managed to uh, have the space and he put it away nicely. You've got to say, if goalkeeper gives you a chance, you've still got to get it on target, haven't you? Okay. But, I mean, the title black Blackett's sending off, that's from a poor touch. He doesn't have a poor touch there. He doesn't leave himself in that position. I agree with both of you. Maybe it was a little bit harsh, the red card, but how many times have we given away the ball, given the ball away on the edge of our own box and nearly been caught out? It's just a matter of time. In all the previous games, we've got away with it normally, but at some point, you're going to give away
1: something stupid because you're always chasing the ball. Yeah, it's definitely going to come back and uh, punish you eventually if you do it repeatedly multiple games uh, it's it's not that surprising that at some point we ended up giving away a goal and then a red card as well from these poor it, it's poor first touches as well at the back and poor passes not accurate not it, it's almost like they don't necessarily look where they're passing the ball to or notice there's no observational skill yeah. no no the, the concentration which just shows in our
0: ability to defend as well. We just seem to switch off. Obviously. It's really difficult for us to stay focused throughout a whole, well, a whole ninety minutes. We just can't do that. Uh, I mean, to have a sent, to have the goal, to concede the goal after eight minutes, then have a sending off. The game, I, I feared a three-four-nil beating, quite comfortable. And where at Millwall, you have got Jake Cooper obviously going up for all the free kicks, corners, whatever it is. But actually, credit to us, I don't think we actually played that badly throughout the whole of the match. I don't think we were outplayed, and Mill did have another chance soon after the sending off, but I didn't feel that it was... I never felt they were on incredible pressure. I mean, we had 58% possession, which is pretty mad, considering you had 10 men for most of that match. I mean, you could argue a lot of it was in our own final third, but I'm not sure. It wasn't quite like Yapstam. It a bit further up the pitch... I quite like the style of play. And I think if we hadn't had the style of play, I think we would have struggled even more because we've been hitting it up to a front man. He was not really capable of holding it because he had too many players around him. Mm. But oh, I don't know. What do you think of this style of play, Alex? Do you think... I mean, it's a bit of a Yapstan revival, isn't it?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it's difficult to judge him after the one game or on the style of play, particularly. If we play out from the back like we did under Stam, then you've got to just hope it's a little bit faster and a little bit more proactive, that's all. Um, But I I think it's difficult to judge him after one game where we've played 85 minutes or 80 minutes with 10 men pretty much. So uh, we'll see how it goes, I guess, over the next four or five games and hope it's a bit of an improvement over what we had when we had Stam at the end of his tenure.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I, th- I, th- I hope so. I mean, I th- I hope that it's just if we're going to play passing football from the bat, that's fine. I mean, some people are saying, well, that's not going to get us out of the relegation zone. But the way that we were playing before wasn't working as well. No, nothing's working at the moment. So you've got to try something dramatically different. What What was the away fans thinking there, Nath? Yesterday of the, the style of football was it getting a negative response or?
2: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, f- from the pretty much the first time you saw you kind of put the ball down and do what he used to do, which is run up to the ball, attempt to kick it to someone who's been closed down. Then he goes back again. Then he kicks, Then he tries to kick it out wide. They've been closed down. And the whole process takes so long that you're just letting Millwall set up the way they want to. You're giving them so much time to think about it. Whereas if we had Yocola, who, who is not the best kicker in the world, going really fast to someone who can control the ball, then play another ball out, that would be perfect. I think he's the wrong the wrong goalkeeper for that style of play. And I think that is the style of play we're going to go for because Gomez said it in his first interview. He almost said said as much. He said, I like to build from the back, which is fine, as long as you've got the players to do it. And I think it frustrated the supporters very, very early on yesterday.
1: I don't think that's a big change, though, from what Jokola's been like under Clement or Marshall in the past, how many weeks he's been on the team, though. He, a lot of the time when he has a goal kick, it, it it's very slow. To, to get the ball out yes. from the penalty box, it's it's not as if it's a sudden change of style from what Gomez has brought in. It, it's very frustrating watching him distribute the ball.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's clearly struggling with that. and When he balls at his uh, his feet, he's he's almost in slow motion, like you say, Alex. It's a
1: it's a real process. He has to set himself in the right position. It's not natural at all. I was... agree with Nath as well. If if we're going to play that style of football, I don't think there's a way you can keep colour in goal particularly. however good he is at shot-stopping, I'm not sure you really can keep a player who slows your play down that much.
2: There were two occasions yesterday in the first half where Yacola nearly got caught in possession from a back-pass. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and it was that would have been a real horror show and um, probably the end of him. um, Because I think um, when Gomez has got a bit of time to watch training and the goalkeeper coach has got a bit of time to watch the training, I I fear they're going to go back to Manoni purely because he's the best one with his feet. Um, which then stops him being sold in January. So it swings around roundabouts, really. We've got three goalkeepers now who have all played um, a little part of the season. And in my opinion, then all three of them aren't good enough. So no, it's I, probably true, though.
0: Yeah, I don't think we have, if you put them all together, I still don't think you're going to have a really good goalkeeper. <laughs> I think they're all OK. I think they're all kind of, I mean, I don't really rate rates or uh, Walker, sorry, at all um manoni he's okay championship he's probably the most steady out of all of them but still he's i don't i wouldn't even put him as a top end championship goalie so he's kind of mid table so we've got basically it kind of sums up that he's probably yeah the best of a bad bunch but if you look at the midfield from yesterday um what did you make of john swift yesterday because i i know a lot of people really went for john swift yesterday but I actually watched it, and I thought this was a classic game when he'd have no impact, no passing, he'd be disappear out of the match. But actually, he did okay, I thought, watching it on TV, which I did. And I thought that, you know, was the criticism fair of him yesterday? What did you think, Nave? Did you think it was fair? Because you were there. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's... you're not a big
2: fan of him, but... yeah, If you yeah. read a tweet I put out at half-time, you'll uh, so... see what I thought about um, John Swift yesterday. Yeah? Like, um, he is a... A show pony for me he's not um someone who i want in that team when times are tough like they are um i bring him on as a sub if we're winning or something like that great but he's not what we need right now he was um he was just getting lost he was he was a bit like load yesterday but the, i'll give him credit his energy and fitness seem a lot better um than they were so i'll give him credit on that front but there's no there's no end product there he gets he gets lost in games and i don't um I just haven't got time for him anymore. I think it's time now to go. It's January. He's still worth something. Um, let's try and get some funds raised for someone else who, we, who is a bit hungrier, a bit younger, um, maybe from League One, very standout player from that level, and see how we see how we go from that front. I think he's exhausted his time
0: here. I think he's still going to get more time. But, yeah, I know a lot of people have had enough of him now. I mean, he's the only one who came close to scoring yesterday. He had a brilliant free kick in the second half to hit the bar. And uh, that was it. Nobody else came really that close. But having said that, neither did Millwall. I've got to say, Millwall looked absolutely dire. It's, I mean, I know they. It's a League One match in all but name, isn't it? it? Is. Let's be honest. It is. Totally. The quality was dreadful yesterday from both teams. It, there was... Yeah, I, It was. you're right, Alex. That's definitely... I, I'd be astonished if those two teams don't get relegated this season. I just can't see us staying up. And I think Millwall, on that performance against 10 men wow, they've got problems. They really have, and bad as we have been. But moving on to later in the second half, we had another sending off in Bakuna. Um, his one looks a lot worse from what I've seen than Tyler Blackett's. He looks like one of those one when he pretends that he's walking over someone and then accidentally puts his body weight through the opponent's leg. Alex, what did you think of that? It really
1: frustrates me, this red card. I mean, he's already stood on top of him. And then he turns around as if he's trying to walk back over him and stands on him again. It, it, it's just stupidity. And I don't really understand what the, the... I don't understand what the point is Bakuna's trying to get across to the other player. He's, you know, he's already fouled him. Why is he then standing on top of him? It's just it's just stupid. And, like, I, I tweeted about it last night, and I said, frankly, if Bakuna doesn't play for us anymore and gets dropped, sold in January... I don't really care. He's not that good that he's irreplaceable. He's got a terrible attitude. And realistically, he doesn't make the team any better for him being in it. No, no, I see that. At the end of that game against
0: Middlesbrough, going back to that one, he would just lost his head in the last few minutes of that match. He was just giving passes that were 10 yards wide and all. like He was just sulking almost. And yesterday... We saw that petulant side of him again against Millwall. And if you're meant to be a standing captain at
1: some points, that's not the behaviour you should be... I, I think a lot of the that. issue comes down to when he's when he is almost relied upon to do something, he, he can't do it. He can't step up and, and lead when he needs to, or try and drive the team when he needs to. Don't get me wrong, I've seen him do it. I've seen him drive the team forward. He's assisted, he's scored... But he does it at moments of games when the game's over or the game's, you know, we've already lost or we've already won the game. You don't see him do it when we're trying to come back into a game or when we're trying to push forward and win the game. It's almost as if he just turns up when you don't really need him there.
0: He's definitely not consistent. I mean, one thing is he is consistent. He's (laughs) inconsistently consistent. He's just, no, he's not a reliable player because, like you say, Alex, you're not quite sure if he's going to switch off for 15 minutes. He can quite easily do that, and that's going to cost the team massively. Uh, Just so frustrating to see that. I mean, as Gomez says after the uh, match, he said, we've got uh, enough problems with the team. We don't need to start causing problems with the referees. I mean, we're going to miss both those players out of the two players. Whatever you say about them, those two players have been playing a lot recently. And now we've got to replace them. That's going to be probably another academy player coming in at the back. Um Laurie seems to have disappeared completely.
1: Um, is, is Laurie injured or is he just
0: injured or dropped? I'm not quite sure which one it is. It's a mystery. There's this thing that happens at the training ground at Reading. And mm-hmm. uh, these players go into this vortex. We've got the Dave Edwards vortex. <laughs> and now we're having the Thiago hey, Elori one. They're all in there somewhere. So, oh, Luka, oh,
2: Luka was with him for a couple of weeks, wasn't he? Oh, oh yeah. Well, I think we know why Luka. Did, uh,
1: did uh, Peli Clement fall in there as well?
2: Peli Clement still in there. He's been in this. Yeah, yeah Peli
0: Clement. Yeah, Peli Clement. Yeah. yeah. Where is he? He's the smallest one. So, he could fit in a really tiny space, couldn't he? So, he's going <laughs> to... <What? laughs>
2: now, I... I mean, coming back to to Pele Clement because you mentioned him, you reminded me he still was employed by us. I wouldn't mind yeah. him being in the I wouldn't mind him being in the squad at the moment. He's got a bit of energy and he's he was all right at the end of last season
1: for us. I actually think he would complement Renato quite well. In all honesty, yeah. I, yeah. I'm not sure how uh, I'm not sure how you would fit him into the team. You'd have to drop Bakun. Well, I say drop. You, at least you've got Bakun suspended for the next three games. You could do worse than throwing Clement in, in for a game even a half, uh, and playing them alongside riddler I think.
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't think there's anything to lose in that, really, because we've tried every other formula. I mean, uh, <laughs> how many we got less? I know um, if Neil's listening to this one, he'll be talking mm. about his magic midfield numbers that he's got in yeah, his spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah, it's quite amazing, it is. But I don't know, it's just, what is there any chance of us staying up? I I mean I know we're three points adrift at the moment but really in the last five last set of the in the last seven matches we failed to score five times that is that is not a team that's going to be staying up is it at the moment I mean
2: not at the moment no but it all depends on the recruitment in January we don't know what he's been offered in terms of transfer funds we don't know who we can get out so we have to judge it on <laughs> the end of January I think let's see where we are then then we and who what players we have in then we can answer that question for sure I think um, but we have to just give it time. I mean, 80 minutes with 10 men yesterday, five, minute, five minutes with nine men is not a time to judge Gomez on, which a lot of people were doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's just give it give it some games. That's that's all I would say at the moment to Reading fans.
0: I did like his comments after the match from Gamers, saying we had strong blood in our veins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that is trying to find any positive yeah. in, uh, in a world of negatives there. It
0: is, it is, I mean, I can kind of see where he's going, because we didn't fall apart. No. That's the turn. And we easily could have. There was a five-minute spell at least, maybe
2: 10 minutes after the, the sending yeah. off and the goal. That fair, though, was... Millwall didn't try. After no. after we, were, you know, after we went down to 10 men, they were quite satisfied to get a 1-0 win. Um, and they didn't bother. I mean, fair play to them. It worked. But I, I think a better team would have really punished us yesterday, really punished us. But um, they didn't really bother. We look the better team, I think. Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, Neil Harris said something after the game. He said that if we'd have been more careful in their final third, we'd have had three or four goals. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I, but he didn't really have many shots. You had three shots on target and we had two.
2: So no, I think of... the build up play was quite good though. There was a couple of times where Richards got in the box, Barrow got in the box, there was a and they made the wrong decision. It's all about decisions yesterday. Um, yeah, well. The other, yeah, the other problem we have is by not having Badvarzen there. We had no target man in the box. Because yeah. we took Mayteh off after about 65 minutes. And then you've got Bulldog up front on his own. We, are the, we must be the, one of the smallest teams in the championship overall. But Bulldog and Gareth McCleary came on and had virtually zero impact. No, he's not, I'm not, I'm not. I
0: mean, I'm trying to work out what Bulldog's actually role is. I mean, I know you could say you play him in the two up front. Mm. He seems to lack basics. He's a bit of a worry for me, Baldock. What do you think of him, Alex?
1: Yeah, I think I said this last time I was on. I have no idea what Baldock's offered this season at all. Like, I don't I don't think he's... A, in all honesty, I don't even think he's a championship striker. But that with, bad? Well, that Q, bad. QPR, QPR got Hemed from Bryson and we've got Baldock. And there's a vast difference between the two of them. Um, yeah, just the physicality as well. Yeah, it just, it, it just seems obvious that which one of them is the better striker.
0: Yeah, no, and I agree. I agree. It's a it's a huge uh, issue. I mean, like recruitment, we could go through recruitment of the last two years of the team and the club and it's very hard to find any genuine positives that have consistently performed an ability above the price we paid for them. Uh, it's just really hard. Uh, I mean, people would point out someone like Mo Barrow, but he's not performed this
1: season at all. He's had a dreadful, t- dreadful year. He was not good yesterday. I think he Mo scored Barrow. three goals in twenty eighteen for Reading. Wow! For, for a for a small who is playing up front in a free a lot of the time. That's a terrible return. I, I, I think.
2: Uh, I think if we get a good offer for him in January, we we should sell Barra I really do I think we can get a few million for him as well so I would, I would get rid of him I don't think we'll sell him I've, now I've realised that actually there is one player
0: that's actually I think has increased on his value from when we signed him and that is Yadam I think he's actually a decent player yeah he's alright No I think if you look, look at these stats in the championship he's number one for blocks ten for dribbles and ten
1: for tackles couldn't, couldn't go down in valuation though could he from being so not afraid. Alex, don't ruin it. <laughs> don't ruin the stat.
2: Come on. No, a, no, I, think, I think he had
1: that small drop off in uh November. Mm, yes. was start November but he yes. does seem to have he seems to have come back from that. Yeah,
0: no, I think he's a player who's who could play for a better team in the championship. I'm pretty I feel comfortable that he could. A lot of our players, I'm not sure they could. No. no, I look at them and I look at players like Liam Moore and I think, I uh, know it was his first game back after injury yesterday, but I do wonder, I mean, should, should we take
2: him that money? I mean, oh, I think, Yes yeah. I mean, again, if we get an offer for him in January, I would take it as well. Uh, if, if we can get five, six million for him in January, I would snap the hand off. Honestly, I really would, because we've got Oso coming through now, McIntyre, we've got Laurie Blackett, we've got enough central defenders to get us by. I think I don't think that is a huge area of concern for me.
1: There's not going to be enough of a drop off in quality
2: if you sell more. No. And the, and the money the, the money you would have for him will really help you get a couple of decent loans in maybe um possibly a player from overseas so you're you'd be looking at a good deal there I think for me.
0: I would I don't think it's kind of pushing it out too far to say the next transfer window is one of the biggest we've had in recent history. I know we say that with most windows but if we get it wrong and get relegated to League One, that's going to be dreadful. There's a, there's, <laughs> Absolutely dreadful.
1: There's a good chance, though, Paul, that we could get it right and still go down to League
0: One. Yeah, no, it's true. No, no, I 100% agree with that. But if we get it wrong by spending too much money
2: and getting relegated, that's even worse. That's I, I think the, I think the, posi- the positive is at least we know from the manager that's come here, um, we have got money to spend. I think that is the... The plus there. There is something there, at least. He hasn't come here with nothing.
0: As long as we haven't spunked it all on the manager.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the, I, yeah I don't believe he's on yeah. what they say he's on. But, um... yeah, I know, but I do.
0: How many times have we seen Reading over the last, I don't know, ever since we supported them, never quite finish the transfer deals? And you think, oh, if you bought that one extra player, it, it, the Premier League is the best example. If we replaced Sidwell with anyone, someone better than Khalifa say, <laughs> we would have probably stayed up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. We don't quite complete the set, do we? We,
2: we got just, Chris Martin on loan at the end of um, the window last season.
0: Yeah, I think your line's failing now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the wine. <laughs> I think
0: I might need to cut you off there. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to move on now uh, to the uh, QPR match, which is coming on. Um, it's, uh, it's, they're really very good at home. They're the fourth best team in the home table. Um, we are the 19th away, which is quite incredible because we've only got one away win all season and that was at Preston. But we got five draws. <sighs> I mean, can we, any of us see anything but a defeat here? I mean, it'd be a miracle if we get avoided a defeat, won't it? Scrappy nil-nil,
1: maybe. You always let goals in, Alex. Scrappy 1-1, maybe. <laughs> I'm hoping. It's it's, it's hope, hoping for a draw is... is... Hoping for a draw at QPR away is a, is a horrible place to be in, really, isn't it? <laughs> and, um, no, ring, I, I don't really see us getting anything out of the game. I'm amazed QPR are the fourth best side at home as well. After yeah. the start they had to the season, that they must be on an incredible run of form at home. Yes. Yeah, well, they
0: are pretty good at home. And they've also won their last three matches. So, I mean, against... I mean, would anyone bet any money on us getting anything? I mean, if you do, I would obviously advise it doing it via fans bet. and yeah. using Elm Park Rolls as your branch. That would be the appropriate place to do the bookies uh, journey. What do you think, Nath? Are you going?
2: Uh, I'm not going. No, I'm not going this weekend. No, it's my mother's birthday, so I've got to do the duties. But um, it's. Uh, I'm very optimistic we're going to actually go there and win. But... I, no, honestly, I am honestly. I, I've got a feeling you've had too much
1: to drink, Nath. Yeah, <laughs> where's this come
2: from? I, just Why? Think, I, just think, I think it's going to come out of the blue. Um, I think they've been in. You're right in saying they've been in very good form. Um, it's come out of nowhere. They've got no better squad than us, guarantee you. Um, but they you have to take your hat off to McLaren. No, very no, they well... have, Nath. No. <laughs> no, they definitely. No, no,
0: no. I, I, think, I think if have you put the Wales, which is better than all our strikers put together
2: striking department maybe but i mean they've got a lot of youth players like us coming through who have done well like Eze, and uh i think one of the defenders is a uh, one of the youth players as well um but I, I they've been on a good run and i think they're gonna lose at some point so it might as well be to us so i'm, I'm gonna go for a, a sneaky 2-1 win 2-1 win wow
0: we're gonna to score two goals absolutely bulldog. yeah okay bulldog 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 Wow. <laughs> so I would be sorry. surprised if we have more really than one shot on target. Yeah, yeah, I'd be surprised if we have more than one shot on target. Yeah, I mean, I hope we do. Obviously, uh, I think we all hope we win. Um, there's no one of us to lose, but oh, I just... QPR's is going to be really tough, really tough. And if he starts with two consecutive defeats, however much uh, we played OK against Millwall, that's not a great start. And then we're going to obviously have another game on the Saturday which is going to be tough again. You just think, this is not a great start for Gomez and his managerial time in England. And we're going to have people saying, has he brought his family over to Portugal? Has he brought them over? And we're going to have people moaning on Radio Berkshire saying this is terrible. I just think the whole, I just think the negativity towards him is understandable with Gomez, because if you look at his CV, there's not a lot there to back it
1: up, is there, really? I think there was going to be negativity to whoever came in, though. Yeah. Because there was no there was no consensus choice when Clement was sacked. That this person has to come in and be the manager of the club, and there hasn't been. Re- that what like when Stan came in, that was uh, out of the blue. Clement came in and wasn't that well supported by most people. Uh, maybe on moat, but a, a majority I would say would kind of on the fence about him at the very least. And now Gomez has come in and, and he's the same. There's not that much unity in, in what the fans actually want because people's expectations are very different throughout the whole fan base.
0: No, no, that, I, yeah, that is one of the major issues. We're very split, aren't we? Completely. I mean, people will be saying about his style of play. Um, Therefore, But if we bring in someone, say, um, I don't know, let's go to the extreme of Tony Poulis, people say, oh, I don't want to watch that. Mm. Which
2: I also said that myself last week, so I'm not going to uh, contradict myself. <laughs> but I, I think it's kind of difficult. The biggest error with the appointment was um, how long it took. If you're going to sack Clement, they had to have someone there to take over two days later. You have to have someone there ready to come in.
0: It wasn't too long. It, it, we only um, played, was it one or two matches? It two matches that we played?
2: Uh, I, I mean, it, was it was 14 days though, wasn't it? About 14 days, I
0: think. Yeah, I, I I don't feel that's... I mean, yeah, it's not perfect, I agree.
2: But what, was, what I uh, mean is, it doesn't look like he was the first choice, and that's the yeah, problem. wasn't the first choice, no. That, I, that's, the, first choice. that's the problem it's going to happen,
0: I think. Yeah, but then how many times has that been the case with other managers we've appointed, With uh, but we don't know about it? It, it? It's hard to say, isn't it? Yeah.
1: The, the, At least
2: it's not Parkinson.
1: <laughs> the, uh, the, the thing with his style of play and uh, the negativity that is starting to creep out around it, My opinion of it is kind of got to the point where I don't really care what style of football we play anymore. I don't care if we play long ball. I don't care if we play passing it out from the back. It doesn't it doesn't really bother me anymore. I just don't want to see us lose every week. Yeah, no, no, I agree.
0: We are at that point. If we play crap
1: football, as long as we don't lose, I don't really care anymore.
0: Yeah, it's survival, isn't it? Yeah, totally. It doesn't matter how ugly it is. It doesn't I don't care how lucky it is if we stay up on the last day by one goal? I do not care if it was the flukiest result ever because once you get to the end of that season, you can reset. And we all know in the championship, strange things can happen all of a sudden. You can tra- players can transform. And one thing well, is finished third the other year, so yes, exactly, it's, it's definitely possible. And we've also got I mean, the players are not great, but they also have zero confidence. Absolutely. Every time they get the ball, they're thinking about what they're going to do and not make a mistake rather than thinking positively, which is, I can see how that happens. It'd be impossible not to be like that. So that's why if we brought in three, four players with some kind of impact, it could change the whole team. I don't think you're going to need to bring in eight players to change their whole fortunes. The teams down the bottom are so poor that we don't need to put together eight, eight wins on the trot to stay up.
2: I'm not, I'm not, I mean, on the recruitment, I think we need one in each position. I think we need one goalkeeper. We need a, mid, a defender, midfielder and a striker. I think we need mm. four. I think we need four. First team. You think four? You think oh, I, I, more I
1: more. could Mate's actually... Fit. Sorry, Paul, gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if Mate's fit, I mean, and playing okay... Would you stick with that with a two up front or would you go with a one up front? Because he just seems to play in a 4231 does
2: not he? I would put so. him back on the wing, to be honest with you. I'd put him back on the left wing and just let him join in centrally when he can. Because I think he wins a lot of headers. I think he wins he's a lot of balls, Um And I think he would be a good support player as well as a central striker. I think he's confident. He's the only player possibly who has got high confidence this season um, because he's had such a good start to it. He's the only one you can say... For me, that you can go. Oh, he's, he's done really well every game I've seen him. He's done something that's impacted the game for me. Um So I would keep him on, but maybe maybe put him left wing.
0: You buy a striker or central striker that improves the quality. I mean, yes. because if we, I mean, as much as I said, that I was surprised we missed out on Bodvarsson yesterday. He wasn't picked. We need a better striker than that, but I don't know who we're going to be able to attract. Really, I,
1: I, I wouldn't be that bothered if we didn't sign a striker okay. personally. I do we could we could be playing with Messi up front. It wouldn't make a difference. We don't create anything at mm-hmm. the minute. Yeah, uh, you know, we definitely but Bob need... Bob Varson, he, he's, he's not a great striker. He's never going to score, you know, he's never going to be top scorer in the championship. He'll probably get 15 goals this year. And for people, people are going to cry out and say, we need a 20-goal striker. And if Bob Varson played a full season, he would probably be close to 20 goals. He he scored nine last year and he missed the first third of the season. And yeah no
0: well if, this like, season is oh, again isn't he coming back? But that's why I'm surprised he didn't play because he just will get these ugly goals which he was getting this season. And you're right if he gets us another ten goals this season we
1: could well stay up. For for me the main the main position that I would want to see is try and improve in January would be a winger. Which side? I don't think probably right a right winger. Yes. I don't think Sims has been all that this season. I think he's no, been... I think he's gonna be off, isn't he? Back to Southampton. Yeah, for for all of for all of his uh for all the praise that people lauded on him when he came here, he's been massively inconsistent and he's got no end product at all. No, I think the reason why he got so
0: much praise, I know from not so much praise but wanting him to play from myself was because his
1: competition was a Luka. Yes. He he so... got, got a lot of hype because he wasn't yeah. a Luka, basically. That that seems to be the only real reason though. And also, when he did come on, he did have a bit of an impact as a substitute. At the start of the season, I'd agree, yeah. But it, he won a
2: couple of penalties, didn't he? I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. but no, I, I see what Alex is saying. Over the whole uh, kind of four or five months that he's been playing for us, he's. No, I, I will not gone. And maybe he's been infected by the Redden FC uh, football ability disease. But I think it's. Uh, yeah, I think he's not. I don't think he's that great. I no. can't see him playing in the Premier League. But uh, I don't
1: knows? quite understand why so many Southampton fans were so worried to lose him to be honest. No, it's yeah, probably because it. he just kept on losing at that point and he's young, he's an academy player. And what do we see at Reading exactly the same, don't we? Yep. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I would hope for a right winger, preferably somebody from League One.
0: <sighs> I want someone with a point
1: to prove. Yeah. It doesn't matter where they're from, just someone with a point
0: to prove, Because we signed so many players that don't have one. Obviously if we had um Ezra Tahali, he would be a good player to come in there yes but well, he seems to be
2: cross like see is midfield i want to see Ezzatoli and remota together i think that'd be a very good combination very i agree combination.
1: that that as soon as he's fit i want to see that yeah. midfield combo yeah no i agree much and,
2: and he's so confident for someone who's just come in the team he shows up people like Bakuna and milo because he's literally got he's on a different planet to both of them he's so fearless and and dynamic that He's exactly what we need, but we need someone with him like Ezatoli, who's the bully who will protect him. Um, so I'm really looking forward to Azatoli coming back.
0: Yeah, no, I hope so. I hope he's not going to be one of those players that's permanently got a niggly injury. Which mm-hmm. I don't know how we managed to get these players, but we've got so many of them. If um, yeah, yeah, if, oh God, yeah. If George is listening to this, he'd be nodding his head in agreement <laughs> <at> this. <laughs> kind of this. It's so. Yeah, thanks a lot of um, uh, you've been uh, listening to this one. If you have enjoyed it. Give us a rating on iTunes, and uh, I would prefer five stars. I'm sure you two both would as well. <laughs> and, yeah, 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 Just, yes, just like
2: our championship form. Uh, no, don't, don't don't rate us
0: on that. Don't rate <laughs> us. On that. No, no, that's minors. So yeah, if you do, I give you a shout on this uh, podcast. Just show me that you've done it, and I will. Uh, say thanks. So uh, cheers. Thanks a lot. We will be back on uh, Sunday after the QPR match. And uh, I would say I look forward to it. But yeah, I suppose I do slightly. Cheers. (laughs)